Hi, and welcome to Global Impact, a podcast designed to help you find the freedom to accomplish more with your life, increase the productivity of your team, and make a difference in the lives of people around the world. I'm your host, J.W. Oliver, and I thank you for joining us. Hello again, I'm J.W. Oliver with Global Impact, and we are super excited to have a friend and also a client with us, Mr. Mike Johnson. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Good morning. Thank you for, uh, for inviting me to be a part of your show today. Yeah, we've Mike's got an interesting story. Mike has actually been with us as a client for over a year. I've known Mike for probably 10 years at, from a church relationship. And uh, Mike, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, about what you've done in the past, also how you've ended up where you are today with your company. Yeah, I'd love to, thank you. Um, well, my, my background uh, is within church ministry and graduated from seminary back in the early 90s and started working at a church here in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex uh, as a children's pastor. And my, I definitely have a passion for reaching and teaching kids uh, about Christ, about his love, uh, and with a with an emphasis on helping the kids to become the leaders that God designed them to be and setting that foundation and groundwork for them early on that uh, God can then build on through the rest of their lives. Um, so with that emphasis, I started at this uh, at the church and worked there as the children's pastor for for 25 years and had just an amazing opportunity through the church to reach uh, literally children around the world. We produced a curriculum called Elevate Curriculum. Um, we had over 7,000 churches using wow. it. It was an animation, live action uh, curriculum. And that was, that was always my passion to reach the kids locally through the church, but then also to reach kids globally with a product that uh, could make a difference in their life by teaching them God's word and not just giving them information about God's word, but also then helping them apply that uh, to their lives. Well, and, Mike, and there's some there's some statistics too about reaching children before the age of, I believe it's 16 or 18, that, that that's the most opportunistic time to bring them to the Lord. Can you can you speak on that a little bit? Oh yeah, the, the percentages drop drastically, uh, unfortunately, for uh, people uh, once they hit that 16, 18 year age uh, for coming to know Christ and accept him as their savior. Um, so it's, it's salvation in itself is very important, an important yeah. aspect of, of reaching kids for sure. Uh, and then once you uh, have that, once they get onto that path, that journey with Christ, then giving them the tools that they need to, to be successful at it. And, you know, there are statistics out there that as far as moral development goes, um, states that almost, some researchers say almost 90% of all of our morals and values are formed before the age of 13. And so my focus was always on the aspect that they're not just kids. Um, this is such a critical time frame in a human being's life that we must pour uh, as much effort and emphasis as we can into because we only have one shot at it. I use the example of uh, wet concrete. 
you know, when you have a wet concrete slab, it's very easy to pour or put your handprint in it when it's uh, newly poured. But you go back in about 12 hours and try to make that same imprint and it's impossible without getting out your tool and, or chisel and tools and um, digging into it. And so for me, that's been my life emphasis. Let's let's. Well, and reach. I think traditionally too, Mike, uh, I, I know I came from a small church background and my, my wife actually served as the children's pastor for a short period of time. And, and we've, we've seen it in other churches, maybe even in big churches, but from a budget standpoint, the emphasis on children has been very low, correct? Yeah. I mean, they were looked at as, as you pointed out, they're not just kids. Yeah. And, and, uh, but, but budget wise, we didn't pour the resources into that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I was fortunate to be at a church that, that definitely had an emphasis on kids. And so I fit right in. And part of that emphasis was doing the curriculum. Um, as I mentioned, it was animation and live action based. And um, about we, we had stopped producing the curriculum about five years ago. And I always had kind of a, uh, a hole in my heart, I guess, to speak, so to speak, of, of missing doing that animation, doing that. I'm a storyteller at heart. I love to do that, especially tell stories for kids that uh, make sense and help them to to learn the applications of, of God's Word. And about a year ago, I started, well, two years ago now, started sensing, you know, God was kind of moving me in a direction to to do something about that. And my problem was, well, that, that's great. I kind of see God closing some doors behind me and pushing me in that direction. But how in the world could I ever uh, come up with the financial resources to start an animation company that could do great animated products for kids? Um, because animators are, are very, very, very expensive. And that's where you came in, JW. You had me uh, over for coffee and, and we visited and you were sharing with me about Global BP and um, how, you know, there, there was a great opportunity to get churches involved with it, that churches and ministries uh, could utilize great people in Zimbabwe to do anything from, you know, volunteer databases to calling to website, video, you know, the list goes on and on. And, yeah, and I that think got our, me our objective was, yeah, and my objective in coming to you was that I knew that uh, ministries, nonprofits, churches uh, were, were in, a, in a quandary in that they had to allocate a lot of their resources to staffing and personnel and that yeah. hey, here was a way to, to divert uh, your a limited, a, a lesser amount of your resources to these uh, staff and team member, but also you're able to do more with your resources in terms of ministry. So yeah, that's the reason we started talking Amen. and then, uh, yeah, talk about your dream about, about. Yeah. Um, so in the back of my mind, as you're thinking that I'm one thinking, yes, this is an incredible opportunity for ministries and churches. Um, no, in church budgets, like I do, um, that is something that they're always looking at trying to do more with the, the resources that God has blessed them with. Uh, but number two was it started making me think in the back of my mind, well, I wonder if there's any animators over there in Zimbabwe. Um, and how Which you God pose that question to me and I thought, animators in Zimbabwe? I don't, I don't know. know. 
kind of out of your realm of expertise at Absolutely. that point in time. But you put out, you know, you put out the word and man within, I think it was seven days, 10 days, you had uh, multiple guys for me and my partner to interview, which we did. And uh, we hired three on the spot for less than what I would have paid for one animator. And that really gave me the confidence to go, okay, God, I, I see a, a methodology. I see a plan where forming this animation could happen and could be successful, not just currently, but into the future. Because we, you know, my dream uh, that I believe God has given to me is to, to have an animation company that uh, is, you know, 100, 200, 300 people strong that can do faith-based animation as well as projects for within the ministry and to do something like that stateside solely uh, would be very cost prohibitive and since we're trying to reach churches uh, and nonprofits, their budgets are limited so by utilizing employees in Zimbabwe we can one make a huge difference in the people's lives over there which I'd love to talk about in a minute but two, provide a un, uh, incredibly uh, high quality product for you know half the price of what they would have to pay otherwise. Yeah, I, I think that's real important to to note too. We have well, number one, uh, Mike and his company, I see it has has been able to help us with our marketing. You've done some amazing videos for us and helped do some storyboarding, so we've been able to leverage. Mike's talent and his team's talent and his partner's talent to be able to help us move forward and done, done some amazing work. But I, I think it's important at this point, Mike, to, to talk a little bit about the difference. We've switched our, our calling from outsourcing because we don't believe it's truly outsourcing to insourcing. And we think that name is, is, is more fitting to what we do. And, and you, you've been to Africa. Mike spent a couple of weeks working with, with his team and my team this past summer. So he's been first, uh, first, first hand, first view to see what's going on. So talk a little bit about what well, two things I think the insourcing versus the outsourcing and why there is a differentiation, and also how you've seen it impact lives on your side. Yeah, well, personally, you know, when I hear the word outsourcing, um, it has a semi-negative connotation with it. You know, I think we we've all had experiences with calling a company and talking to someone that you know you can barely understand and oftentimes doesn't truly know the answers that you might need for them to know um, but insourcing for me i think really helped me to understand what global bp does in that we have employees that work just for i see it productions and I'm in contact with them every day via Zoom uh, and an app that allows you to, to communicate uh, over the internet, over your computer. And with, with video, by the way, right? With I mean, video. To, yeah, yeah, with video. And while they work within the, the, the beautiful building there in Joina City and in Harare um, under the Global BP name, um, they ultimately are working for me. And so why that makes a difference to me is I'm always working with the exact same people. 
we have five over there and it's 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 tough to get people that uh, are not fully committed to you as a company um, to understand your culture understand your processes if you're if you're continuously hopping between different people in your um, within your outsourcing company then I think you're, you're going to end up struggling and never be able to get the product out that you want to give. But if you have people that are solely dedicated to you 40 hours a week and you can uh, help train them, you can visit with them on a regular basis, you can develop a culture with them, then you truly are going to be able to build a team over there that is exceptional and unique from other outsourcing companies because they're, they're truly just an extension of, of you and your team. They just happen to live, you know, 4,000 miles uh, across the globe. But with technology today, um, that's nothing. I mean, literally, when I Zoom with the guys every morning, it's like they could be, you know, in the office next door. Or I often have a better connection with them than I do with my partner who gets on, you know, and he's just 20 miles away. And so they, and they think, truly I are. I think that is the difference, right? I mean, you're, you're, working with the same person every day you're speaking yep. to them you get to know them you know about their families they yep. they can they can adjust work the same hours as you do and, yep. and and i and i think i always forget this piece of it but not only are they highly educated and talented most of them with university educations but yep. you know i say it's like speaking to the queen right i mean you've got this great uh, uk english accent that, that they could be in london just as easily as they could be in, in dallas fort worth too yeah well, and I've been very impressed too with, um, you know, you, you'd think, okay, man, we're going all the way over to Africa to insource people. Culturally, how is that ever going to work? You know, how are they going to be able to truly understand the American culture? And I've been very, very surprised, pleasantly surprised at how well they communicate, how well they understand um, our culture and what we do and how we do it. And that's been, although, you know, there are always going to be differences. There's differences within the United States of, of dealing with employees, et cetera, but that it was a concern of mine that is was quickly evaporated when I realized how culturally they, they get what we're trying to do. And they do it with excellence. They're hard workers. They wanna, they wanna do their very best. They see it as an incredible opportunity because, uh, Unemployment rates are, some say, as high as 80% in Zimbabwe. And so it's a great place for them to come and work. And like I said, the beautiful high rise, great equipment, great atmosphere, um, pastors on staff to be able to help them with personal needs and spiritual needs. Um, so for them, it's, it's, it's a blessing to me for two reasons. One is I'm getting uh, incredible product that I'm able to minister to churches and, and nonprofits uh, throughout the world. But even greater, it's a ministry to those people over there. That was one thing that I really got when I went to Zimbabwe was my emphasis before going over there was how can I use the people in Zimbabwe to bless churches here in the United States? Um, but when I went over there and came back, my emphasis changed. There's, there's such a great people with such a heart and passion for, for wanting to use their talents 
that my emphasis switched to, to how can I get churches aware of what they can do over there so that we can bless them. And the amount, you know, we had the fortunate uh, aspect of paying in American dollars, which not very many people, companies can do in Zimbabwe. So it's a highly sought after company to work for. And the resources that I'm giving to them or our company is giving to them is not just making a difference in their own life, you know, it's supporting oftentimes their, their brothers and sisters and parents and kids. And um, it, it, it just makes me excited to know that I'm not just getting something for myself, but I'm really participating in a missional project where I'm able to bless someone over there and make a difference in their life. Yeah, I think that goes back to the impacting lives, which we talk about here. Global impact and impacting lives is is the yeah. win, 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 which we are we we really subscribe to and are part of. The, the win not only for the person we're providing the service to, which in in your case, what uh, you've mentioned, it's probably twenty five or thirty percent of the total cost. So maybe as much as a seventy seventy five percent savings, which is yeah. fantastic. But you're also employing someone who, uh, by the way, Africa out of the fifty four countries in the continent of Africa, they rank one or two in terms of, uh, of education and literacy rate. They have one of the highest, if not the highest education rate for university education in the in the country. And and then it's then it's a win for other ministries as my partner and I both, uh, as you know, we, we take 51% of our profits and are reallocating those to various ministries. And and so it is impactful. It's not only uh, you originally you go thinking, oh, I'm looking for some cheap labor and I'm just going to be able to leverage my business but next thing you know you're a part of their lives and, and they truly yes. are becoming a, a part of your team and, and that is what makes it all worthwhile when you when you get to the last not only you're able to, to leverage your business impact other lives but you're contributing to ministries as well yep and I think that's the benefit of insourcing that these people are part of your team they're part of your family um, we have a group that we work with that has an employee over there doing graphic work for them. And they, you know, they truly think of them as, as part of their overall family as a university and care about their needs. They care about um, their background and their families. And you just don't, you don't get that, I don't believe through outsourcing, uh, but through insourcing and what you guys provide, it's, it truly is a win, win, win. Yeah, we've had a couple of our other customers or clients just in the last couple of weeks who've actually sent little care packages with t-shirts and little gifts and things uh, for, for one of them has 15 or 18 people working there and they sent them all their logo shirts and they just thought that was just That's out awesome. of this world and, and it does show that we do truly care about them uh, and what they're doing and mike mentioned about the ministry aspect we have two full-time pastoral carers persons there who are trained and educated pastors in the ministry and they work for us full-time now helping to, to work with their spiritual their emotional even their financial needs we've got weekly bible studies and prayer groups and we also have ted talks we do helping to invest in their lives so you know, we, they're definitely our team they're not just somebody we're utilizing and say hey give me the next one and we're not doing that at yeah. all yeah which yeah i mean it, wow that, that is so that's so awesome so awesome to be a part of that well mike so I, it's a, I, I think bottom line we've talked about the ministry aspect but 
I've been in startups of new businesses and, and obviously the cost aspect when you have this dream in your mind and, and you've got an idea, you think, man, I really want to get it. Obviously with you and many, many times me in the past, the financial obstacles were just too much. I, well, I need a person to do this and I don't know how to do this. And I don't know how to do this. So for many people out there thinking about starting a business, this does give them the opportunity or maybe even growing their businesses in a different area. They may say, you know, I'm, I'm in the, uh, uh, this this train or this mode or this canal of my business or this marketing channel and I would like to to venture out and try it in this because I think I could be successful but cost is always the the hurdle and the objective and and, and just maybe a little bit more about how that's allowed you to do what you do yeah well I'd, like I said I definitely would have been able to um, tackle this dream without having the opportunity to get the employees that I've got um, at the price that we have gotten them at. And um, so, you know, I've, we have five now and looking to grow that over 2020 to 25 or 30 uh, or more this year. And there's a, there's a big need out there for faith-based high quality animation. And again, to be able to offer a high quality product at a very reasonable price to faith-based ministries and to others uh, will allow us to to grow that team over there. And oftentimes your payroll is overwhelming uh, to the point where you, you know, you can't build your company the way you want to uh, just because you can never get ahead of yourself. And by utilizing people in Zimbabwe, I, I think you can. I think you can generate the revenue and bring people on uh, while still generating sufficient revenue. And that's, for me, the key to, to growing this thing. Yeah, and I think that's mine and my partner's objective all along has been to grow this business because we know that each person we add to a client or to one of our companies, it's significantly impacting possibly six or eight people. It's not only sponsoring that that person that works for us, that team member, but it, it could be their children, their spouse, and most yep. likely it's other members of their family, their their mothers, brothers, sisters. So it, it's, it's a true blessing knowing that each person we put, as we say, a butt in the seat, uh, we actually are, are having a, a major impact on the, the ministry in Africa as well. Yeah, most definitely. And I'm excited about you know, making a difference in the lives of, of many, many, many more. Well, you truly are. I, I know they, the, the numbers out there say that less than 4% of the people in the world actually set goals. The number of people that probably wow. then have those dreams get squished because they, they look at Oop, the financial burden I'm going to have and they, they've got to keep working their job because obviously we have obligations. So We've got some things working for 2020, some some dream starter packages that we're excited about where people like yourself can 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 take and leverage their business and and, and make it successful while, while at the same time uh, being uh, diligent to see that they're impacting ministries and giving back to God in a way that uh, we, we all are looking for to be impactful in our lives more than just the, the the standard tithe, if you will, we're making an impact on, on people's lives as well. Mike, I, I would ask what, what what's uh, kind of just to kind of wrap this up a little bit, but tell me what's your next big goal or big dream? What do you see for 
not only your company uh, and your business, but also your ministry. Because I will say, after 20 plus years in the ministry, you're, you're really you've always been an impact. But this is also making a major impact. So, what's your next step or your next goal? Uh, well, the ultimate goal is we want to produce a, a feature-length animated film that's faith-based that reveals Christ to the world in a way that would be fairly unexpected. Um, the, the large passion we have, why we call our company I See It Productions, is I believe that unfortunately Christianity has a negative connotation uh, these days in a lot of people's minds, and that's because of a lot of, uh, you know, bad experience or they're listening to social media or politics or, or whatever, and they don't really understand who Christ is and what he did for us. And coming at them with a, a Christian message that uh, is kind of in your face, more often they'll turn you, tune you out before you even get a chance to share with them. And so we, we want to develop media that as an aha moment and I see it moment somewhere within the media that allows them to go, Whoa, wait a minute. That's who Christ is. Okay. That's not at all Amen. who I expected or what I was taught or what I believe. And so our vision goal is to produce media that does that. Um, our business goal is to, uh, build an animation company over there in Zimbabwe, utilizing you guys. And um, I would love to have, you know, two, three, four hundred people over there that are able to to just knock out incredible products that are making a difference in the lives of people. So short-term goals, probably 25 to 30 this year. And then long-term goals would be within two or three years, having enough employees that are handling and managing smaller projects, but then being able to, to turn and maybe utilize the whole company to do uh, a feature film. Well, amen. I love that. And we've already got you a space reserved on the outside of the building that says, I see it production. So that's, <laughs> that's not a problem at all. Well, Mike, I, I truly appreciate it. Uh, Thank Mike, you. I, I do want to say that he is able to see the, uh, uh, the potential in everybody out through their ministry. He even elevated me in the church. I became the director of the potty patrol. I'd like <laughs> to add that in. That's how Mike saw You're my the potential. Best. And, and he said, no, we're not moving you from this spot because you are the best for the potty patrol. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I took that uh, opportunity with pride and uh, I, I still, it's super part of my, uh, well, my church ministry, right? Yeah, and all the business skills you learned from that, you've, you've parlayed into a very successful life. Well, without you, Mike, I wouldn't be here without the potty <laughs> patrol, that's for sure. Uh, but no, Mike, you, you've been an impact on, on so many through your 25 plus years of church ministry. And, and I, I know that God has placed this on your heart as your dream and your vision, and we're praying for you. We know Thank that you. the impact you're going to have, not only in the business world, but in the ministry world, is going to be second to none. I'm proud to call you friend. Mm. You've uh, you. You, you've been a real Same here. Uh, blessing to me, and and you've you've always offered to pray for me. And you sometimes out of the blue, what can I pray for you today? And uh, I can count uh, those friends on uh, one or two fingers that do that. So. So thank you for that, and, and thank you for your ministry and for your impact you're having on the lives of the people. And you truly, 
are making a global impact and we appreciate you. Thank you. It was great visiting with you today. Thank you, Mike. We wish you the best of luck. And for everybody, thank you for joining us for a, an edition of Global Impact, where we bring people who are truly making a difference in the world. Thank you. Thanks again for joining us on another edition of Global Impact. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Deezer and follow us on Facebook. Links will be in the description below. Until next time, stay inspired, stay motivated, and make an impact.